Oh, is this what a hangover feels like? Someone. Feels like someone was sitting on my head. Oh. God. Not in a good way. No, not in a good way. Fucking hell. Jesus Christ. Oh, what happened? Oh, my head. This is worse than the time I rented it out to that Ephesian spirit. Oh, where did the cinema assassins go? Yeah, we were surrounded by best boys a second ago and at least one ugly looking grip. Of course, what the fuck? What are you talking about? It wasn't real ugly. I don't know all this terminology. I hope they all were. One? What even is it? Order. Order! Focus on what's important. How did we get here? Something in the air tastes foul. Distinctly American. More important, where are we? Something in the air sounds northeasterly, with an undertone of a quarter past six. Even more important to Ur, where are the lights? This place is creepy. Forget all that. Where's the door? There has to be a door! Where's the fucking door?! Oh dear, Brother Zack has lost his marbles. Well, I mean, let's be realistic. We're not talking about a lot of marbles to lose there. Huck, look out! What?! More terminatographers at the end of the aisle. Take cover! And over there, filthy interns. Hey. Wait a moment. Why aren't they moving? You idiots. Those are costumes. Look, sexy killer Schwarzenegger bot. Oh, look at that. Oh, sexy Ben Shapiro. That's just a bag of hot air. Normal nurse, sexy proctologist, sexy radiation cleaner? Oh, thank heavens! That nearly gave me three simultaneous heart attacks and a stroke! You stroke yourself all the time, you ancient donut. The texture is like sandpaper! Huh. A lot of these are weird, though. John the Baptist with actual holy water. Pro-life spokesperson. Now with real dynamite. St. Patrick in prison stripes. Mr. and Mrs. Ecclesiastes? What the hell kind of costume store is this? Hmm. Of course, this must be a Happy Harvest Festival Plus. What the fuck is that? It's a Christian knockoff of Spirit Halloween, but one that sells wholesome alternatives for Halloween-esque celebrations for Christers who think Halloween is evil. Don't you remember? We used to have one in the strip mall of the damned. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's what I'm tasting. Mall. <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember that place. Gave me the creeps. <laughs> but the whole chain went out of business years ago. It takes a lot for a holiday chain to shit the bed on Halloween, but somehow these idiots managed it. Oh, no. What? What now? We were just under attack. Then we wake up in an extinct chain store in a mall that was torn down last season. We either fell through a tear in the space-time continuum... Yeah, we should be so lucky. ...or... we're dead. Deep within the infernal reflection of the Strip Mall of the Damned lies the undead cadaver of a knockoff Christian Halloween store long since replaced by Chipotle. Amidst the well-stocked shelves full of entirely unironic sanctimonious costumes, 
beyond the inflatable St. Augustine's guarding the sepulchre of where once were displayed many a pamphlet decrying the evils of Teletubbies. A recently deceased society assembles. To scrutinize those special edition Three Wise Men action figures and City of God playsets, which are rumored to drive children to madness and dissolution. Draw closer, dear listener. Let your trembling ears sup upon the chthonic ruminations of the special Halloween episode of The Cinemania Society. Dead? Dead? No, I can't be dead. I have so much life left to live. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, but seriously, what are we going to do? What can we do? We're dead. Doing things is kind of out the window. It comes with the lack of territory. I'm not getting any bars. Is there signal when you're dead? How am I going to stream this? I think how much signal you get depends on where you went after you died. I'm going to look around. I've always wanted to check out the underworld. I even signed up for a tour a few years back. But then COVID hit and I had to put it all on hold. Fuckers still have my deposit. It's like two coins, but there's a principle. No, this chapter will stick together no matter what. So what if we're dead? Did that stop Jacob Marley from terrorizing Scrooge? Imhotep from protecting his tomb. Did it stop Dracula from drinking blood? Fuck no! We are Sinquisitors. Your point being? We are editors of the esoteric, watchers of the weird, wardens of black movie magic. Even death cannot keep us from our mission. And it is Halloween, no less. Peak Cinemania season. We must conclave. Oh, for fuck's sake. I bet this place fits your goddamn aesthetic, doesn't it? No, he's right. When the Sinquisiting gets weird... The Sinquisitors uphold arcane administrative rules with sinister efficiency. But what movie, though? Being dead has thrown us completely off our broadcast schedule. A horror movie, obviously. My sense of aesthetic synchronicity demands it. Yeah, but which one? There are hundreds. Well, I mean, obviously hmm. you've got the normal I mean, horrors, the basic okay. horrors. Oh, you've got the classic like horrors. You've got the top ten yeah. list. How about Halloween? That's for more of a psychological thriller. Oh, 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 oh. You know which one is my favorite? Ah, oh, shit. I wish I could remember the title. Uh, it's the one about, you know, the group of elderly folks who are terrified of being taken away. They have to hide in the attic, but in the end, they're found out and sent to a prison camp forced to work and suffer daily abuse, and in their final desperate escape attempt, they are recaptured and taken to a giant furnace. Jesus fuck, dude. Yeah, it's pretty dark, uh, uh, but I am sure it's an allegory for the Holocaust. I was really surprised when Disney put it out. Wait, what? Technically Pixar, but it was after the reacquisition. Are you talking about Toy Story 3? That's the title, thank you. It's driving me crazy. What? That's not horror, that's a children's movie. He's right about the furnace, though. Yeah. The, no the two are not mutually exclusive. I know, how messed up is that? I was sitting in the theater surrounded by tweens and toddlers. Many a therapist's career was built that day, I can tell you. No, 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 that fails the genre test entirely. Not to mention the Bechdel test. Okay, let's try this again. Who has a suggestion? Ooh, 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 ooh. 
a vengeful, wronged husband uses his chameleon powers to infiltrate the home of his unsuspecting family. Mrs. Doubtfire is right out. Aww. A manipulative prostitute takes revenge on the capitalist oppressors by putting a hot silver fox daddy under her erotic spell? I don't know what it is with you and pretty woman, but no. Aww. The Hound of Satan is rejected by an afterlife, too horrified by acts of sin to ever accept. All dogs may go to heaven, but we're bloody well not. Uh, an alien terrorist lost on Earth decides to play with his prey a little before turning Hawaii into a raw, seething mess of- Lilo and Stitch, forget it, Space Cadet. <sighs> ah, a brutal exploration of the American Depression through the lens of a dying peasant's hallucinatory final thoughts. Wizard of Oz? Follow my yellow brick, no. I think we need to try coming at it from another direction. I, I know, how about the heartwarming tale of an extraterrestrial who finds love and then builds a fulfilling life with its new human family? No, we are not watching Alien for the 457th time. Jeez, what is it with you in that movie? There's a movie section. VHS, even. Well, digital was the devil's work, after all. They've, let's see what they've got. They've, oh, okay. They've got The Passion of the Christ. Oh, definitely horror. Mazes and Monsters. Oh, Tom Hanks, is there nothing you can't do? Touched by an Angel, the extended edition. Left behind. Shit, really? They have the entire Kirk Cameron collection. Ooh, ooh, ooh. What about nude nuns with big guns? Seriously, dude? Pretty sure they wouldn't have that. Nunsploitation is a legitimate genre. Don't fight me. <laughs> Man, I am so not over this place. Check this out. Fake blood of Christ. Stick on stigmata. Of course we're in hell. Where else would you find a Christian Halloween store? Harvest festival store. American heathen beaters think that Halloween is evil. Don't think for a second that'll stop them from trying to cash in on it. Shouldn't we get back to picking a movie for the conclave? Teenagers trapped in a labyrinth of unfair school punishment have to fight for their very minds as the soundtrack warns ominously. Don't you forget. No breakfast club. Oh. No. Mythical beings and nightmares from the distant cosmos do battle at the North Pole while children look on with greed in their hearts. Santa Claus conquers the Martians, wrong season. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh, this one. A well-disciplined criminal shadow army must wage war against the subterranean reptiles who train in secret for their inevitable violent uprising. Subterranean reptiles of the mutant ninja variety? Seriously? I'll forget it. In a cruel twist of state-sponsored brutality, a bear is introduced to a prison population. We said no to Paddington. What makes oh, you think on. you could sneak Paddington 2 in there? It's in a prison. If Nicolas Cage and I agree on anything, it's that Paddington 2 is an unacknowledged masterpiece. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, a popular teenager has his life ruined by a traumatized war veteran with nothing to lose who trains him to be an angry vigilante. I'm gonna veto both the karate kid and all subsequent kids, karate or otherwise. 
Oh my God, check it out. Oh dear, what is it? My heart can't take much more. I heard something pop. Your heart couldn't take a ham sandwich. Just like poor Mama Cass. No, no, look, look. It's a cautionary Blackleaf costume, complete with noose. This is amazing. Chick tracts? Satanic panic? No? This was before your fruit fly of a lifespan, I child. Hmm. Uh, oh, okay, so for some of us, uh, when we first started playing D&D, would you believe that it did not make us cool? All right. No, nah, that's so, weird. Yeah, it, yeah, listen, so, okay, so back in the 80s, you know what those are, right? The 80s? Yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, when Dungeons & Dragons first got popular, they it actually managed to get a few newspaper ads going. That's how main, quote-unquote mainstream it got, and the Christian right flipped out. Uh, and they were just running news stories constantly about kids getting lost in uh, steam tunnels because they were playing Dungeons and Dragons and kids getting too into their characters and losing sense of what is real or what is fantasy. Like my own parents started getting worried and they were thinking, does our child have like a pathological liar syndrome? So anyway, so this one guy, Jack Chick, put he was a, he was a Christian guy, uh, like a right winger. And he put out these these little pamphlets, and they were cartoons of uh, a group of kids who were playing Dungeons and Dragons, and they lured a new girl into their group, and she was playing this character, Blackleaf. And they used this as a stepping stone to introduce her, so now that you've learned Dungeons and Dragons magic, oh, now it's time for you to learn real magic. Yeah, I and saw they, the movie of this. I saw the movie adaptation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some, somebody recently monsters. made a satirical... Um, no, this was Dark Dungeons. Oh, yeah, yeah. Dark right. Dun- it's a, it's a satirical, it's an intentional comedy, but like, <laughs> so in it, did do you, did they include this? The bit where like Blackleaf, when her character dies, she commits suicide. Yes. Like she hangs oh, herself? yeah. No, they included yeah. that bit. <laughs> yeah, that's and look, costume of Blackleaf. I think so. <laughs> you know, it's amazing. The, the thing that's really frustrating is that, okay, so these moral panics about Satanists and, you know, children getting, you know, getting like their minds warped by, you know, evil liberals, uh, like these, these fucking moral panics are not a new thing. Um, and the, the last major moral panic, which lasted 20 fucking years at least, if not 25, um, the D&D got hooked into the moral panic that was sort of picking up and... Uh, the early 80s, there was a whole issue around um, uh, public school teachers. There was a, a public school teacher who got uh, who was accused of, of being a Satanist. And, and so they had all these parent groups yep. like descending on public schools to to, you know, scrutinize all of the teachers and faculty. I mean, it was it was really similar to the whole Comet Ping Pong. Not bullshit. even just public schools. It was private like preschools and child cares, too, that they got yeah. in on. They wait, oh, these wait, people wait. are sacrificing children and. Mm-hmm. There was never any proof for any of it, and they would do so this they, aggression so, therapy, so, having people believe, like remember that, things yeah. that didn't yeah. actually so they, happen. So they created a society to scrutinize the teachers that were making. <laughs> Don't even. Don't even. It is nowhere near that. But Backing no, no I'm saying this is the same kind of thing where you had um, hard right Christian parents who were stirred up by a moral panic, descending on public schools and public school boards with with completely made up concerns. Um, and it lasted forever. And D&D got all tied up in with it as well. And for decades, we were all like banned. I don't say it wouldn't be 
you say banned, but many kids were banned from playing D and D, um, and it got it was bad enough that like it the 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 satanic panic lasted well into the mid nineties. When I was in high school, we had a, a game store that opened in my my shithole little town in the Sierra Nevada where I grew up. Um, that like this. Like this was my one way of socializing with people was playing role playing games, right? So this opens up in the the tail end of my senior year in high school in the summer of there in the summer after my my senior year. I was like, oh wow, I have a social group that's kind of pre made. I can go down. I can play games. They were you know I learned to play Magic the Gathering there. You know oh, they had D and D groups that that were playing <laughs> the the Dragonlance campaign. They had BattleTech. You know they had some Warhammer stuff there. It was all it was all really, really cool. And for somebody who is really isolated and kind of, you know, struggled finding a social group to connect with that wasn't all about drinking, tipping cows and, you know, not saying that everybody was there. There were some really decent folks too. But not much else to do part, in Northern like, California. There wasn't much else to do where I grew up. So like the thing that sucked is they were open for barely nine months. Um, and they got picketed by one of the larger um, evangelical Christian groups um, in town because they were selling Magic the Gathering and Dungeons and Dragons. And oh, after they closed down and we finished, we wrapped up our, our campaign at the, the store owner's house, um, I asked him what happened and he said that they had, uh, that the Christian church in question, I'm not going to name names, but that they had some political pull and that they had gone to complain to city council to get their business license yanked. Fucking hell. Yeah. Um, I have um, friends that I that I game with. They grew up in the South, and oh, more sure. than one of them has the same story of their parents finding their game books and making them burn them, like literally. Mm-hmm. Like, wow. They had a book burning. Straight up. Um, and I mean, yeah. and this stuff well, didn't just end in the 80s and 90s. Like the- we, we had all these churches and parents protesting Harry Potter and anything like that. They, they will always mm-hmm. find something to latch on to because they think they – they have to control everything. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think it's, it's more than that. I don't think it's even just that they need to control everything. I think they were worried about competition because there <laughs> wasn't a social group for me in my first couple of years in high school. And so what they had they on Friday nights, church this church had a, they had a youth group. And so I was like so bored and so in desperate need to, to, to force some social connection because that's part of being human is looking for social connections. Is you know, that I was like, all right, I'll go check this out. And I went for, you know, for a few months because... I didn't want to go get drunk. I didn't want to go do the, you know, go do the kind of things that teenage kids did in my town. I wanted to be around wholesome, good people. And it was like, but it was like, all right, yeah, you can come have a social group. We'll meet your need, but we're also going to proselytize you. I had the exact same experience. Like that was the only thing to do in my town. And I tried it a couple of times and I was just like, I can't be around these people because they are insane. Yeah, the the um the the thing that defines the satanic panic like when they talk about it in that time period was it actually hit mainstream. Like the news media was constantly talking about the dangers of it. They were trumping up stories, no pun intended, about mm. kids committing suicide. They talked about it as a stepping stone to drugs. There were mainstream movies like that, you know, Mazes and Monsters over there with mm-hmm. like fucking Tom Hanks, right, as like a cautionary tale. Young 20-something-year-old Tom Hanks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I'd call that They're, either mainstream. Uh, Tom Hanks was not a big name at the time. That he no, made that no he was so. big enough by then. And that movie did hit theaters. Yep. There, so. were, a lot of, there were a lot of movies that hit theaters in the 80s. They were pretty desperate for content. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know that I would rate that more than much of a grindhouse well, picture, <clears throat> Christian grindhouse picture. Part of what started, the, what made the Satanic Panic so big was this book called Michelle Remembers. 
where they did like this um it's discredited now but recovered memory therapy this girl remembered like all of this um satanic ritual stuff that was done to her and children being sacrificed and like there's no record of missing children in her town or anything but people still latched onto it and they were on daytime talk shows talking about all this kind mm-hmm. of stuff and relating their stories i mean people like oprah and sally jesse and like any daytime talk Donahue. show in the 80s they were yeah. all talking about this shit as if it had really happened Bravo. with zero scrutiny at all they just take these people's word for it well yeah i if i can just add in a little bit um i actually i grow growing up through these times myself too and uh you know being being the uh, metal kid who played D and D, I gotta say that you know, Stranger Things really did kind of nail the Satanic Panic in this like newest uh, newest uh, season. If you haven't seen mm-hmm. it, it it really it really was like that. Is like you know, there there isn't a problem until like you know, there's a problem, and then it's these kids who start getting looked at and stuff when mainly you know all of the uh, jocks and shit who are like date raping and drinking and you know driving and doing all this other shit you know they kind of got uh you know just a pass because you know they're the good wholesome kids playing football and shit yeah yeah so and i'd like to end it by saying dibs on christian grindhouse as a band name <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, so we'll wrap it up. All I can say is, you know, think what you want about Vin Diesel as he's either an egocentric Hollywood type or his movies, whatever you think of them. But let me tell you, he has done quite the service for the Dungeons and Dragons community. <laughs> Him, yeah. And, and also Stephen Colbert. To, yeah. yeah. Also, to I, close us off, it's just kind of like I kind of coming into it never had to experience any of that. And it's just kind of I don't mean to wave it in any of your faces, but it's like it's it's it's. <laughs> You got it better than it's the rest nice of us. That, like, D&D, it's, it's nice that the point that I joined D&D is now it's like very mainstream with Critical Role coming in, uh, drawing interest and uh, Dimension 20 taking it home and how it's very much like a very, uh, at least the circles I'm in are very like queer centric and nice. So um, that's all I'm going to say about that. Actually, that sounds kind of backhanded. I'm going to shut up now. No, 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 I, no, no. I, want, I, mean, I want to say that I'm glad that, you know, you don't have to go through all the shit that we did. You know, the whole attitude of like, I had to suffer and so mm-hmm. everyone else should. You know, where's mm-hmm. your pound of blood? You're That's not just you're a boomers. Poser because you hadn't suffered for for this. That's just bullshit. You know, yeah. it's, it's really, <laughs> yeah, it's really like we, we went through this shit, so hopefully other people won't. And, you know, the fact that all these people who played D&D and, stuff in the early days they're the ones who became like you know they started making video games and got into computers and that's why you know screenwriting yeah and they own hasbro now so you know (laughs) yeah so (laughs) so it's like you know fuck you they were the creatives they went on to be creative and you know magic the gathering though you are literally card carrying nerds (laughs) (laughs) yes and you are too so All right. that said, that let's go back into the wholesome and well-structured world of podcasting here, where nobody's an outcast. <laughs> I, 
just want to acknowledge um, Alessa, though. You know, I just, just wanted to also um, pat her on the back and say, look, I, yeah, I'm really glad that you didn't have to have the experience of playing games in the basement or in the closet or you know looking over your shoulder. You know, mm-hmm. I'm I'm really really glad that that we have gotten past that, and I'm, it's also really unfortunate that that you are facing the you know the new moral panic. Yep. Yeah, there's so, always one. Yep. There's always a moral panic, and you know it's never well founded. You can't. You just got to swap one for the other. Yeah, it's always yeah. bullshit. On that happy note, uh. <laughs> <clears throat> you know, this all reminds me of my own gregarious days in Merry London, when oh, Parliament Lord. abandoned all import of the Green Fairy. Not that it stopped us, lads. In fact, I recall we were quite giddy with the green lady when I had my first encounter with Cinemania. We had just gotten our hands on a bottle of the innocent lady herself when we came upon a magic lantern parlor showing a fresh new work of horror by a young French chap. It was about this man who gets attacked by a giant spider in bed. That does sound pretty scary. It turns out it was just insomnia. Oh. They hadn't invented sound yet, but we more than made up for it with our screams. Most terrifying minute of my life. Ooh, a whole minute, huh? However did you survive it? Only by the skin of my teeth. Movies were a tad shorter back then, you see. Young Master Edison hadn't worked out the Latham loop yet, and budgets were somewhat smaller. <laughs> they also still had skin on their teeth back then, apparently pre-homo sapien reasons. Comrades, we still haven't picked a film for a Halloween conclave, trademark. It's too late. What do you mean, it's never too late to conclaviate? No, it's too late for Halloween. The sun's coming up. And why was Tinkerbell banned? Ugh, leave it to this crew to fuck up even a Halloween special. Wait, what? There's no sun in the underworld. Oh, and how would you know that? Did you also sign up for the timeshare as well as a tour? No, but just about every religion going back to the Mesopotamians described it as a dark place underground, hence underworld. Sheol, Tartarus, Miklon, Dua, Kur, Patala, Jahannam, Cleveland, Zabalba, no sky at all. You only get to see the sun if you go to some equivalent of heaven. Do you think this bunch is getting into heaven? Then what's that coming through the windows? Okay, it does bear a striking resemblance to a sunrise. So, does this mean we're not dead after all? I still have followers? I never said that. Let's not jump to any hasty conclusions. <laughs> be the first time for that. But we should check it out. Uh, fuck it, fine. I declare this conclave adjourned. Now let's get out of here. I still don't have any bars. And the front doors are still locked. Oh yeah, well this <coughs> register says they aren't. There you go. Unlocked. (gasps) Those were the windows. Look, it's simple. Boy meets door. Door is locked. Boys introduces St. Thomas Aquinas' concept of the immovable object. Boy introduces fragile window to concept of the unstoppable force. Window becomes door, thus proving there is no platonic ideal state, for all matter in the universe is mutable when faced with entropic forces of time and blunt force trauma. Oh, oh shit. Boy cuts himself on glass. It's a tale as old as time. Now someone get me a bandage. Well, who am I to argue with the great philosophies? Onward, comrades! Back to the lands of the living. Oh, leave it to this crew to fuck up even dying. 
Gentle thems, I have good news. Oh, what can we According to this signpost, we are not dead after all. Oh, all right, I got shit to do. We're just in uh, Nebraska. Ah, oh, fuck. So much Jesus. corn. Oh. Speaking of satanic panic, that place. Uh, never this is the corniest there. ending ever. I hate yeah, you. when it comes to dying in Nebraska, oh, this is so much worse. That special Halloween episode of the Cinemania Society was written by Daniel Scribner and was performed by Daniel Scribner, Ethan Ireland, Alessa Luz Martinez, Zachariah Burks, Hope Bravo, Andrea Paladino, and Andy Slack. Listen to them, the children of the night. What music they make. But they ain't a patch on Carl Casey at White Bat Audio, who created the music we use. And hey, we really like bats. Sound effects courtesy of Epidemic Sound. The Cinemania Society is a product of the Cinemania Society, LLC. <laughs>